Welcome to the Power Partners Podcast, where hosts slash power partners, Carlos, Jamil, Jay, and Paul dive deep and give their perspectives on a wide range of everyday topics. And now, here's your host. What's good, world? Welcome to the Power Partners Podcast. It's your host, P. And of course, we got the bros in the house. Jay Don, what's good? What's good? Los Main, what's good? What's happening? Mello. What up, what up? What's good, brody? Oh, man. Can't call it, bro. <laughs> hey, I, when I when I said Mello, man, I was laughing because I, I can't get over the fact that... Uh... <laughs> hey, get off that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over the fact that hey, Los got that. a dog named Marshmallow, and he named him Mello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny. <laughs> oh, Hit a little God. white fur, fur ball. Oh, fuck, that's funny you, as hell. You really going there, Los? That's cool. <laughs> I got you. I got you on Friday, bro. Bro, I was. It's that's the funny thought. as hell. You know, I can keep Melo in my life. Los, what kind of dog is it? A Pomeranian. Word. Bougie. It, yeah, hey, just like Melo. Mm-hmm. He is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all swear I'm bougie. That's crazy. That's funny as hell. That's funny as hell, man. So, um, what's good, man? Y'all living on? How, how everybody doing? Yeah, Los, how you doing, bro? You... I'm doing great, man. I've... What's new in your world? So, so much great things. I'm finally closing my house this week. Hey, get to move hey. in on Thursday. Turned up, turn up. <sighs> Damn. I got then a I shot see, for you. Then the weekend, I get to see my bros. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Good for y'all. Oh, <laughs> Love you. That's that's funny. Hey, Los, but you said had a lot of uh, lot of great news, man. So so um, I heard you and your family did a thing on sun- Saturday or Sunday. Saturday. Saturday, man. So what? You know what I'm saying? Tell tell everybody what uh what transpired, man. So I'm adding another addition to my collection of kids I have already. Hey, uh, adding another girl. That's what's up, man. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. He didn't tell y'all that they uh pranked them. Bruh, I don't want to tell that. Yeah. How they pranked them? <laughs> what, what was the prank? I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> you should have seen this. Face. Oh, they thought it was twins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they they whole they whole demeanor changed. They was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, yeah, both of y'all. <laughs> That's funny. Y'all prank? Hold on, both of y'all was like, "Who? How did the prank happen?" They had the uh, they had the uh, the they had a bunch of balloons inside of a um, a thingy thing, and they basically each uh, each had a pull aside. Yeah, and the blue and the pink balloons came out. It was a bunch of them. And then his sister-in-law was like, oh, it's twins. And then they started laughing, like, are you joking? She was like, no, no, like, for real, it's twins. And they both looked like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, so so y'all didn't know the whole time, like, what what was going, like, nothing at all? Y'all went nah, bro, nothing That's at all. Crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, like you said, my sister-in-law, she planned the whole thing. Because, bro, I, it's my first gender review ever, so I know what's going on. That's yeah, true. I was cracking up after the family. Even my heart dropped when they said twins. For I was like, real. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, that's I, my that was one of my deepest fears, like having twins, bro. I ain't gonna front. Like I wouldn't mind twins though, but you know, I wouldn't mind either. But it's like one kid I already that is lo- so much work. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Do- everything that's is double. Yeah. Most of season vet though, so I mean I know that, but I she got that uh that Shody Low roster. Got the football team. Squad. That's crazy. That's what's up, man. It's like that's that's like the past year, all the homies having daughters. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I think Ted the only one that had a son. That's that's what's up, man. Homer had Homer had one of each. Hey, Homer yeah, came yeah. to cut my grass the other day. You said he did? Yep. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah he be killing it. Yeah. That's that's good shit. 
utilizing right. home businesses and all of that. Right. Yeah. Always a good look. Most definitely. Speaking of that, you know, if y'all need an old school, hit your boy up. What's the name, bro? We're going to go with Midwest Mail. Midwest Mail. Got the Wells for you. Okay. Midwest Wells. Midwest Mail with the old school Wells. Huh? Huh? That's a tongue twister for real, because I was going to say the Wills part, but I can't say it all together. Yeah, I can't do it. That's like uh, that Peter Pepper, Pick the Pepper, Pepper, Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's funny. PJ, I don't I need no old Pepper. school yet. I need a truck, though. What kind of truck? Uh, need a either a Dodge or a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> he said you need a van. Yeah, man. <laughs> he said you need a van. <laughs> You need a bus? He need a bus. Oh, <laughs> Nigga need a uh a, a, a charter bus. A sprinter. He said a sprinter. <laughs> man. Pop that's all funny. Man, I grew up in a van. Shoot, that's all my grandma and them drove. <laughs> yeah, bro. You ain't gonna never catch you ain't gonna never catch me in the in the whipping the I ain't gonna say never. Because you never know. But I ain't driving no van, bro. Fuck that. My grandpa used to my grandpa used to whoop that thing. Speakers be loud as hell. He, he and they had a little TV in the middle. Oh, right, you at the old school van? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's your favorite whips? Like, what's your favorite? If you nope. had to say like a, nope. oh, I already know what you on. I'm not doing that. Hey, <laughs> Jay, nope. hey, look, hey, hey, Jay not Jay not falling for no tricks today. <laughs> right, I'm really on nope. that. That's crazy. He's not trying nope. to let him go. Cause he know I'm trying to find. I'm gonna find a whip. He gonna have to buy. <laughs> wow! Oh, I, I was. I, I feel you. That's funny. I already knew what he was on. It's a, what you a Grand National, huh? No. Ooh. No, it ain't a Grand National. I, I. He ain't. He do. He is. He is a regal dude, though. I know he trying to cap yeah. on that. He trying to cap on that. I bet. I bet it's a money. Nope. No, cause he would have said something about the one we got. No, he yeah. want an older one. Nope. Hey, talking about nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 PJ, what was that car you used to that, that you known for? That uh, the the white one. What was it? Uh, that's oh, a Chevelle, ain't it? No, oh. no, I'm talking about the little cop car. The, the uh, Crown Vic. You thought this shit a cop car, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, y'all knowing. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I heard it was on deuces though. Remember, the, remember who had that meme with the uh, black dude in the crowd? <laughs> Tell about they, they go to police. Oh, it's just this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, all right, man. Yeah, let's get it. Um, we gotta bring. We gotta get PJ one of those before uh, when he come back so as a gift for real. Yeah, we all all gonna have to go one in on one. Bro, I think Greg still got my. Well, I think Greg still got my car. Oh, Greg, who? You Schmitt, Schmitty? Yeah. Oh, you gave it to him? Yeah. Wow. Niggas giving I... niggas gifts and not giving other niggas gifts. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Bet. That's all good. Nah, he basically paid for it for real. No, don't don't tell us that now. Right. For real, start off that way. Whatever. You probably gave it to him for five hundred, bro. That's a gift, <laughs> right? Not, not really, bro. That car was no. That shit was raggedy. Uh, no, not not let you tell it. You've been telling us that car was it for a year. Uh, <laughs> nah, I just told you I was getting rid of it. And he was gonna die for that car, bro. Especially now he got a new. Speakers. He got a new whip. Now, now he uh, he, oh, yeah, he got that form, right? Not a uh, high key, bro. I, I would hop back in my Crown Vic in the quickness, bro. Hey, that's how I feel about the old school, too. Yeah. What kind I'm, of old school, Jess? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. I'm hey, going to buy one of all old school, dog. And you gonna, if you got be... the same my, uh, Regal that that nigga had, he, he, he would Hey, what, what Regal was it, Lowe's? I can't even tell you. What's the topic today? <laughs> I told you. That. I, did. <laughs> I was saying. I got a Regal I'm about to buy, too, for real. <laughs> Damn, hey, hey, Los, Los, you a good friend because I would have said that shit in the quickness. Like, hey, on everything, PJ. Because that nigga, bro, when he sold that mug, that nigga heart 
died. It was sure, time to sure. go, but it was time but to go. Let go. What are we doing? <laughs> Jay about to get emotional over the car over there. Right? <laughs> we can get started. Not this week. You got me last week. That's crazy. Huh? Uh, but yeah, we we've been bullshit. We didn't even really get to do the uh the topic, man, or the uh current event. But I said I'm gonna ask y'all anyway. What y'all think about the uh the Derek Chauvin? Oh, uh, the um the conviction, the guilty verdict. Yeah, uh, just the beginning. But I'm I'm happy that it uh they actually convicted him though. For but sure. We gotta see what that sentence sentencing is gonna be looking like. Yeah. That's the real that's the yeah. That's the real key. So we can't really celebrate. I don't even I don't can't even say celebrate. I mean right. Cause it's some shit that should have happened. Yeah. It shouldn't be like a exactly. I know it's a victory, but it's like it's, it would have been normal. Exactly. Mellow, you quiet. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm uh just happy that you know it wasn't uh what we was thinking people how it was gonna turn out. Right. For sure. For sure, for sure. They had to do it though, I think. Me too. That city was about to burn. (laughs) Yeah, too much pressure from all ends on that one. And it was like the spotlight was too big too, so it was like they had to handle that the way they did. That's why I think that's why it came back so quick too. Me too. But that threw everybody off when it came back that quick. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's, it's not a conviction if it came back that quick." But I think they uh they kind of knew what was up. Right. They look at the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah, so we, you know, we was trying to figure out what what the topic was and what, what we were talking about this week. And Mello brought up a Mello brought up a, a good topic, man. Kind of like talking about what's our why, right? Like, like what? Why do we do what we do? And what motiv- motivates us to to do what we do and to continue to do what we're doing um, in the midst of all the things that are going on? Or sometimes, you know, life hits you, but you got to keep going. You got to keep hustling. You got to keep grinding. Uh, so that's what I want to know, man. For for each for each of y'all, uh, on behalf of Mellow, the real Mellow of the group message, um, want to know like what's what's your what's your why and why does your why keep you keep you pushing I mean that's a good you know I, I I really sit there and think about the question of you know like your why you know I've, I've been through a lot you know and lost a lot of people and like you know the original thing for most people to say you know they why is you know like my family you know Tamisha my kids my mother my siblings you know my immediate family my brothers and you know just that's of course those are my why you know those are the people that you know um I, I, I've lost, you know, two sisters and a brother that, you know, really cut me deep. You know, my sister was, uh, my sister helped really raise me and uh, make me who I am today and help me with my values. And um, it's never a day that goes by that I'm not, you know, I, I feel like it just happened. Like it, 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 it's, it was back in 03, but I still, it's still very much like there. And um, so for my family, you know, like I just feel like my why is not to not to fail for them. You know, um, I don't want to I don't want to be, you know, something that I want to prove that I can overcome anything for, you know, the people that look up to me or, or look to me or have something to do with me. So it it really is what pushes me is to, you know, just to keep making sure I can do whatever I can do um, and whatever I do, because it's nothing more than you just, you know, having people look up to you or look to you and, you know, you're not meeting expectation or you succeeding. So, like, you know, when it comes to anything I do, that's why I always try to put the most into it for the fact that I know my kids are looking at me. I know my mom is looking up to me. I know 
<clears throat> my my son, like just all, all these people. So I know all the people are like looking up to me to be, you know, successful or to, you know, be somebody that they could look up to. So for that, I just make sure, you know, I if I if it's me working for somebody or me starting a business, me going to school, um, everything that I ever done, you know, I always if I think about quitting, if I think about giving up, I think about stopping doing it. I always think about the people that are, you know, around my circle or the people that I, I that look up to me or you know that are that I got I gotta put food on the table for. So yeah, that's that's really my why and what my motivation is to make sure I keep going. You know that I don't give up because it's, it's days that um, I would say that I would want to give up. You know, on st- certain things or just by you know what, uh, forget it. You know what I'm saying this ain't working, but. Even if it's some hard task or something like that, I always think about, like, for instance, my mom. You know, I talk to my mom about business stuff all the time. And, you know, I just be like, oh, you know, you know what? I'm not going to give up for the fact that, you know, I could. I just want to show that I could. I, I, that it, it ain't. It, it's not always going to be easy, but you can just keep going. But, you know, I know she's going to be proud if I, you know, if I finish what I'm started. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my why. And, um you know, why I keep going to, you know, do a certain thing because people, you know, in my work, you know, they be like, man, how do you keep doing this? You know, you know, you lost a lot of people and you've been through a lot. But, you know, once you know you got a lot of people looking up to you or looking for you or, you know, that you are responsible for, it makes you keep going. Facts. <clears throat> Facts. Yeah, Fire. that's up. Melo, I know for you, like every time, I what I've noticed, like every time that you, you know, you suffer a loss, you always come back that with, with something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's crazy you say that, PJ, for real, because, like, that's really what, like, you know, when you think, oh man, he gonna be down about it and like out, um, you know, like what my brother died with a couple summers ago, and um. <clears throat> I just looked at the things that, you know, that I remember him by and the things that he used to look up to me about. And I was like, you know, I'm going I'm going to make sure I go extra hard for that. And I know he's looking down at me, so I'm not going to disappoint him. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 the worst thing to do. You know what I'm saying? When you got people that, you know, that might have been here for you and uh-huh. you down here, you down here and you're not giving giving it your all for them. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's the worst thing you could do. So, yeah, you know, like every time I have, you know, done something, you know, or lost somebody, I feel like that's what motivates me to, you know, give an extra punt, you know what I'm saying, extra step in something, you know what I mean? Sure. For sure. sure. So, those for you, what's what's your why? My why? I would say, I mean, it's kind of... In the same aspect of like how Melo, like you know, he his mom and all that, I would say it's more like obviously I do it for my kids too, but like mine's like deep from like probably when I was like a little kid, honestly, that I wanted to do like I wanted to do great things or wanted to be different from my parents. That was my big why. Like when I, uh, I mean, like I said, I grew up moving around with the military with my family and uh I think the day it hit me that I knew I was like I'm not doing anything that my parents do or like want to be like them you know I'm not saying it's like a bad way but like I didn't want to go like a same you know how people follow their parents or the same career path or like right. oh I want to do something like that I had no like no expectations to do something like that because the way my family was, how they grew up, because they're from, like, Oklahoma, little small towns. So they didn't really get good, like, education. So my parents, what they would do for jobs, basically, like, factory jobs, like, work at Tyson, a chicken plant, you know, like, stuff like that. And they would come home, like, super tired or, like, just, you know, just like wear down and for like a little bit of nothing really to get paid for doing that. It's like you do most of the work and you're not going to pay anything. We, at 
when we lived in North Carolina, we stayed. It was like my grandpa, my grandma, my mom, my auntie, my uncle. Uh, we all stayed in one house. You see what I'm saying? So I shared bedrooms with my cousins. Never had my own room until like literally I moved to uh, Nebraska and we stayed over in the projects. That's the only time I had my own room. You know, and I thought that was like living the good life for me. So, and I will say like me as a little kid helping my mom and them read and write, doing stuff like that. I'm like, well, like, why? Like, I didn't understand it as a kid. It's like, you're adults. You should be doing like, I don't know. I should be outside playing instead of helping y'all figure this stuff out. And I'm like, I'm not going to be like this. Like, like when my kids grow up, I'll make sure, you know, they worry about kids stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't worry about adult stuff. And that's like, I think what pushed me for my why to be like, make sure I look, read, write, learn, be the first person in my family to go to college, you know, uh, be like, one of the first people in my family to get a house before like like 40 something you know like that's the goals I set for myself because that's like like I said that's my why to that I push myself to be I won't say like I I feel like I'm getting to be successful I'm not successful yet because I'm not to where I really want to be at Mm -hmm. but that's what keeps driving me I guess from back then that's my why and you came full circle man from you know, sharing a room with your cousins and doing all of that now to, you know, closing closing on your crib, man, where all your all your kids can have their own room and exactly you know, and comfortably, man. So that's and that's like you know, like what you just said, like they live comfortably in their own room. They don't have to share rooms with each other. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be on top of each other or like I had to share everything when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, oh, I go to the store, get me a candy bar. If I'm getting a candy bar, it's either I can't get that candy bar because everybody else can't get that candy bar, or you better get enough to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't got that much allowance, <laughs> so I, I didn't. I don't want my kids to be. I didn't want my kids to be like that. And it hit me when I obviously when I had my first kid when I was 16. Like, yeah, this one I need to like put my plan in motion that my kids not gonna grow up like that, right? You haven't having a child change you, man. For real. Cause you start realizing it's not it's no longer about you. Your job is to provide for them now, you know what I'm saying? On top of yourself, but now your job oh, you're... is to provide for them first. Yeah, that, that's that's dope though, Los, to to be able to to come from what you came from and be where you are now. Um for sure. That, that's dope, man. So um, Jay, what's good? What's up, man? Talk to me, bro. What's what, what's, what's my why? Yeah. Uh, basically, kind of mellow and uh, Los kind of hit it right on the head. Uh, but like most of the things that they touched on is kind of it plays into my why as well. But for me, I kind of just I I just always wanted more for myself and my family. Um. Like coming from where I come from and the situations I've I, I've experienced and stuff like that, I just wanted that to kind of I wanted to break generational generational curses, and I kind of wanted some of those things to stop with me. Like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and so that's kind of been one of the things that's fueled me through my life, and I also um, just want to build a legacy, and I kind of want my name, my last name, to mean something. And my first name, because my, my son, he shared the name with me. So I felt like once he was born, I kind of, that developed me and they gave me another why. Like a reason to make sure my name is always good. You know what I mean? Because I passed mm-hmm. it down to him. So it's like, I would hate to give him something in bad condition. Um, and so those are kind of my whys. Um, and as a result, like I think Losa had touched on it. He was saying like, like he was the first to do some certain things in his family. And that's kind of been um, my thing, too. It's kind of like I've never been afraid to go first. Um, and it all kind of stems from my original why of, like, just wanting more, wanting my family to see that it's more than life. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming from poverty in general, it's like you see a lot. And a lot of stuff is normalized. So I kind of 
wanted to go woke. I had to go against the grain to get the results that I wanted. Um, so I guess it all kind of goes back to just want more, want more for my family, wanting uh, my name to mean something and kind of my, want my last name. Cause that's, that's what's going to live on forever is my last name. So right, kind of building that up um, in different ways through businesses and just in general, like, and even like I call like, a lot of people call me Jay Don or Don or Jay, but it's really like I've kind of embraced it. I used to be resistant to the whole Don thing, but it's like I actually embrace it now because it's like I don't mind having my family name on my back. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm, I'm going to carry it and I'm going to make sure it's in good standing when I'm done with it. Uh, and so that's kind of my why um, and the reason why what fuels me and the reason why I do what I do is kind of what Melo was saying, like family. Your wife, your kids, your mom, your siblings, and then kind of what Los was saying, just wanting to uh, go against the grain a little bit, and then also wanting to build my name. Um, it's, I mean, build my family name up. Uh, what would you say your why is? Man, it's after it's hard going last, bro, because everybody didn't. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, mm-hmm. After everybody didn't say theirs, right? Uh, but for me, I would probably say like it. It started um, with with my name, with my last name, and wanted to, you know, never bring like discredit upon my my parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, or like my family. Um, and now, being a father, having kids, definitely like I've noticed my son watches me and my you know what I'm saying, my what I do, and that's that's what it's grown into is wanting to be that role model for 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 my kids and showing them you know showing them the cor- correct way um to do things or at least what what I, what I think is the everybody going to have an idea of what the what the right way is but right. at least for me like what what I think the right way is you know the right way um to how you treat people how the right way the the way they see me um, treat their mother the way they see me interact with you know just random random people right never seeing you know treating people bad or things like that that's just like I would definitely say my my children wanting them to have a good life wanting them to, to have whatever they want you know what I'm saying like to n- never have to be like I can't get you this I can't do, I, I can't do this for you I can't do that for you um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely what I would say is like My 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 children um, at this point, and 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 my family, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to make my my parents, um, and my sister, and my brother, you know, what I'm saying, wanting to make them proud and, and let my parents know that they did the that they did, that they did their thing, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, for sure. And I think that's a uh, I don't know that noise. Here. I think that's kind of a testament to the way you was raised too. I know both your parents is pretty pretty uh well they solid people you know what i mean and they both right. kind of have you can tell that they they come from families and they have expectations for you you know what i mean for sure like, that's one of the things that i always like when i first met them that's kind of the vibe that i got from them is like we we cool but we got expectations for you You know what i mean yeah I exactly that's something uh i'm all i've always admired about them in general for sure i agree for with sure. that 100 percent. yeah i remember uh yeah, my only talking about them type of stories right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's up, Melo? No, it was it was it wasn't a, it was your 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 dad always you know had my back though. I tell you that, boy. I remember uh, remember we me and my home or my brother uh Cameron um rode over there on bikes to play in your um uh, play basketball outside the crib. Uh huh. Remember uh Tyler and them was bagging on us. You don't remember that? No. All right, bet we gonna remember nothing. Then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was, hey, was, hey, was Tori there? Uh, I'm not sure. I think she was there. I think Tori, uh, Tyler, uh, Adrian, yeah, they was bagging on niggas. They was bagging on our weight and stuff, bro. I remember that. <laughs> it was just mad because I was killing them. I was killing them. That's all. That's funny. So, I wanted to ask y'all a question. Think- like, do y'all think y'all parents always had expectations for y'all, or y'all just felt like they did? 
Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, uh, growing up, um, I was, I was I always lived with my mom until I was in sixth grade. Uh, my um, I moved with my dad, um, when I was, you know, I had a lot of stuff going on with my how how I felt like I was being, you know, my stepdad was treating me and stuff like that. So, um, I moved with my dad, and my dad just had the expectation that, you know, what I'm saying, I just go to school. He didn't just go to school. He didn't care about going to college. He just wanted me to do whatever, whatever I needed to do, as long as I take care of myself, pretty much. So he wanted me to just, you know, make sure, hey, as long as you go to school and you stay out of trouble, you know, he was happy. So you know, I I, I really don't know, other than my sister Shanina and my brother Jay, um, my mom always, you know, was supportive, but truthfully, you know. Nobody really had like showed me like expectations like this is what you need to do this is what you gotta like be like you know what I'm saying I I, I really never had that type of um, you know parenting or you know guidance yeah that's how I feel that's about that too yeah I think uh, for me I don't know was you about to go Los no 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 I'm just saying okay. that I go at the alright yeah I think for me uh. My parents, they didn't really, because me and my dad, we had like a on and off relationship, on and off relationship since I was probably, since I was born. Um, but he kind of, when I was younger, he would discipline me for stuff like if he knew I was doing, like acting out. Because I was a bad, I wasn't really a bad kid. I just had a lot of different things I was fighting and I didn't know how to express it. Um, so I would do certain things. Um, and for my mom, like, so my dad, just to say, he he had expectations from me, but he wasn't in my life enough for them to really uh, matter to me. Um, but my mom, she would, uh, I wouldn't say she had expectations of me, but she would speak of me so highly that I felt like I had to live up to who she thought, who she wanted me to, who, who she thought I was, you know what I mean? Because it's like she would talk so highly of me, like, when I was a kid, I was I, all I did was play basketball. So whenever she was around her friends or with around family, she would like brag about how good I did in the game the previous week or what I was doing, uh, like playing playing sports. So I felt like I had to live up to that as a kid, and uh, like even like she would just speak highly of me. So I always felt like I had to live up to that, and so there weren't expectations in place. But uh, I definitely think the thought of disappointing my mom always kept me kind of on track because she had such, she spoke of me so highly. Um, so to answer your question, I don't think either one of them had expectations for me. Uh, well, like I said, I, I guess my dad did, but we wasn't locked in, so it didn't matter. My mom, yeah. she just spoke highly of me, and I didn't want to disappoint her. So, yeah. How about you, Los? Well, I was going to ask PJ. Uh, oh, PJ, okay. Hey, hey, Jay. Uh, what up? I don't mean I know PJ about to go, but you know I will say that like I, I I'm not gonna take that. You know, my mom used to do the same thing you saying your mom did. Like uh-huh. I, I, I swear my I, I was so keen on basketball. My mom would tell anybody I was making it to the NBA. Like yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So I felt like you know like I had to be. I, so I take that back. You know when it came to whatever I was doing, if I did it, my mom did. Like you know she made she she was very proud of it and like will make sure, like, who all her friends, like, she'll tell them, like, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah, Jamel this or Jamel that. So, you know, she just didn't, like, if, if I, she didn't have, like, the expectation making me feel like I had to do something. But if I did it, she she was always, you know, supportive, if that makes sense. So, yeah, definitely. Let me, I, I think to that, change that up. Yeah, and I think it might be, I think that might be a, a black mom type thing in general, you know what I mean? Like, generation, like, they gonna ride for this. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's like, my baby doing this, so you gonna hear about this. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah, facts. They gonna be proud of whatever you're doing as long as it's something positive. Yep, yep. I just wanted to say that. Come like you know that that's, that's for sure. Like I remember, it was times I'm like, man, she telling somebody like you thought I was going to be in the first time. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah. PJ, what what's up? No, nah, Los about to say something. Oh. oh no, I was gonna ask you like what you was. What you had to say about it? Um, oh, the expectation thing. So I think I, I don't know. I think they they grew to have expectations. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't I don't think like in high school, 
I don't think there was any for real. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I don't think I feel like you know just do the norm, right? Just graduate high school and then get a job and, and, and stuff like that. But um, I think they've grown to have expectations. To, like the older I've gotten, the more mature I've become. Uh, the, the expectation level has grown, but um, but I, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess I kind of gotta ask them that because I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Before I go, I I, I want to say like I personally, from knowing y'all, think your parents did have that for you guys. Like you know, that's what I'm saying from my point of view. That it was something built inside you guys that made you want to be like, I want to do this to make my, you know, my family proud, even though they might not said it or ever, you know, initiated. it. They would just you just had that drive in you. It was like, I know if I do this, my mom's going to love it. Or I know I do this, you know, my family going to be like, dang, you really did that, Melo. You know, you really did that, Jay. And then or like even with you, BJ, it was like. Once you you said you got out of high school, they was like, when you joined the military, they was like, man, PJ really wanted you know do something with it. So, mm-hmm. but I think that was more. That's why I asked that question because with me, I know my parents all they wanted me just like what Melo said, just you know stay out of trouble, don't be like your uncle, get locked up all the time, have a lot of kids, and don't take care of them. Just don't do that. You know we'll love you for who you are. You know what I'm saying? But. The way I felt like, no, I, I got to do this. I know my mom can't do this. I know she don't know how to do this. So let me learn this. Let me learn that. And then I want to take care of my mom. You know what I mean? That was just something inside of me mm-hmm. that I want to drive. And I feel like y'all had that too as y'all growing up. Because, I mean, half of my life I grew up with Jay. And just from yeah. knowing him, like knowing his mom, like he said, I would go to his house too, like, Oh my God! You and Jay played an amazing game. She would praise me like I was her son too. And like, you know, y'all two play together, yeah. passing the ball back and forth. She's like, Oh my God! I thought that was so sweet, I thought was so cool. And I was like, Yeah. It's like you know, we read each other's mind like that. That's why you know I transferred to school to play with him. She was do that, and you know, not even like living with Jay or nothing. I'm like, All right, you know, I'm gonna do something like this that make Jay's mom proud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because she praised us so much, you know? So I just feel like that drive was just in y'all that, you know, you want to be this top-level person just because you know that it's going to – the result's going to make your parents or family proud of you. I just felt like saying yeah. that. Yeah, and I definitely agree on that. Um, I definitely agree on that because it's – like, you don't want to – you don't want to let them down. Um, right. Even though you probably couldn't let them down, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And even on the other hand, it's like it's still some things that kind of uh, are do come from within because it's like you. See, I don't know what just happened, uh, but yeah, it's like you see certain things that might like you. I think you said something low screen, like something because your mom couldn't do this, this, and that, kind of motivated you to want to do something else. So I think motivation came from that too. Um, for myself, I can't speak for Melo or anybody else, but um, that's still kind of contributed to it too. So I definitely agree with what you what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It's crazy growing up. Like your, your best friends, your best friends' parents are like your your bonus parents. Sometimes you know what I'm saying, and how supportive they can be of you. Yeah. It's it's funny because I be looking forward to that with my kids. Like <laughs> I can't wait till my son get like with uh, older when he's playing like AAU ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. When he's locked in with a group of kids for a long period of time, and you kind of gain that. Um, I know, I know. In high school, like uh, me, Los Homer, we was always together. So Homer, his parents, kind of became Shit. our family. That's my dad. Yeah, like I still call. I call, <laughs> I call Big Stace. Pop. Big Stace, <laughs> Mrs. Bell. That's like a second mom. Like she For real. always embraced me. And then his mom Tammy. She 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 let us basically live there. Live there. Our whole senior year. Whenever we wanted to come over there. So no complaints. Yeah. So and then Los, he obviously was welcome up the crib whenever he was like family. His mom, same, vice versa. Um. So yeah, and even Melo, like 
me and Mello locked in in high school, and it's like I, I knew I could go over there whenever I wanted to. Um, right. So it was always doors wide open. For sure. I didn't think Melo didn't like me. <laughs> Here you go, dude. He was giving that man buckets. My bad, Melo. He, 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 he know good and well. He ain't getting nobody no buckets over here. He was giving him bucket up. giver. Shrape him up. Man, Rose, tell him about the first step, bro. That's all you got to do. Whatever. Hey, y'all know, y'all know something we missed on the wide off? Why we here? What's up? It's like I know, I know my one of my wides, and I know Melo wide just based off of uh, some of the things we, we kind of both do. You do is uh impacting the generation behind us, and I know PJ and Los they kind of because Los brought it up today in the group message, and I know PJ does a lot in the military in general, and he's always been active in that aspect. But just uh, I think we can all kind of, and I'm not speaking for y'all, but I just know just from being your brothers that we can all kind of say. That plays into our wide too with impacting the generation behind us and mm-hmm. showing them kind of what you can do with your life just by making better well, good decisions and uh giving back in general, like giving our wisdom, our uh sharing opportunities with them and stuff like that. So I don't yeah. know if y'all wanna even speak to that. I would say yeah. I wanna say it don't it didn't hit me though like in my life until like mm-hmm. later in my life that when I was like I mean, when I look back at my life, I'm like, damn, Los, you was really having kids at 16. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not saying, like, it was the worst thing in my life, but it was, like, a change in my life. Like PJ said, you know, I got to think about this little girl now. I'm like, man, I don't want, I don't know what I'm going to do in life. Yeah, I don't try to figure out what you going to, like, raise you as. Yeah. So, and then when I, like, you know, grew on me, being an adult, think about stuff. Like what you just said, like now I want my generation, you know, my daughter generation and after her to be like well off and then learn stuff. Don't go through stuff that I went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, like, you know, Jay, like we talk about it all the time and like, you know, just even me doing stuff for like the fifth give back program and stuff like that to help. The generation behind, um, I, I really, you know, think that that's important because um, it's a lot of stuff that wasn't done for us, you know, growing up, and a lot of things we weren't, you know, po- uh, we didn't get to see. So I just, you know, know that all the stuff I try to do, you know, for generations behind us, I just feel like if I touch one kid to ch- and change their life, that it was all worth it, and. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, my 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 kids is gonna be okay because you know we see them every day or you know our, our, I know our kids are all gonna be good. We we are great parents and you know we are active parents. So um, our kids I feel like are always gonna be okay. But it's the kids that don't have the parents like us or right. don't have the role models mm-hmm. or don't have people that they see that are trying to do well. Um, and that's kind of you know, what our community is, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but, you know, so when kids can see somebody like us out here trying to do something or owning businesses or, you know, making a name for themselves or doing those type of things and, you know, trying to get back to them, that for real could, like, change something, you know. So, like, the times I go out and I pay for, a you know, a light bill or pay for some kids some new shoes or, you know, just trying to show them that, you know, hey, well, man, maybe I could do what he did, you know what I'm saying, or pay it for it. Like, it, it, one day, that, that those gestures are, that's what I, that's why I do it. That's why I'm pretty sure all of us do it, is because it can change, you know, the, the what what we didn't get to see or we didn't get to have when we were those ages. So I'm really passionate about that type of stuff. And I, you know, I'm, you know, I plan on, you know, starting to, a program where we can go around the, the the U.S. and do that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, those areas that nobody, you know, are, are touching, you know, because, man, we need to be loving on our, our other our younger generation because it ain't getting no easier and it's getting more ugly out here. Uh-huh. Man, super, super ugly. Yeah. It's funny. It wasn't funny, but – uh. It was like I know Lo said it didn't hit him until he had kids. It hit me like when I was uh I was going to church, uh I was going to Grace in Omaha. 
my home church, uh, Pastor Barlow, he was like, uh, what did he say? He said something to the extent of basically uh, it ain't about what you do for you, for your family. It's about what you do to people that's not related to you. I mean, do for people that's not related to you. And he was speaking until like, I give him back. He's like, it's easy to give back to somebody that's related to you and your blood. But when uh-huh. you start giving back to people that's not, when you give back to strangers, basically, that's when you make a real impact. And those was those those wasn't the exact words, but that's basically what he was saying, and that kind of stuck with me since. And I think I was like, I was in high school at that point, but I had always told myself, I was like, I'm gonna have to kind of reach back whenever it's my turn, because you know it's always gonna be your your turn, even if you're on the other side of the equation. That we, some of us, well, most of all of us have probably been at some point. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's kind of where where we at in life in general is kind of we've made it to a certain pinnacle in life where we able to give back um and so yeah it's definitely a blessing to be able to give back in different ways definitely to our city and to the underprivileged like nola was saying that's the one thing i I, i'm looking forward to whenever i do move back to america is being able to um get with the youth you know what i'm saying uh Mm -hmm. get with the the young kids because you can't i can't do that from out here you know what i'm saying but being able to to reach out to you you just got to be creative about it. That's like, true. Because I was talking to damn, I was just talking to somebody. I know Los brought it up today, but I was talking to somebody, um, and I was like, "You just got to be creative with it." Because it was, uh, damn, I forgot who it was. But either way, you just got to be creative about it. And just think of creative different ways you can you can do it. Because there's ways, like um, to to give back. And you're in a you're in a um, position where you like. You need it, you know what I mean? Because you're high level in the military, and there's a lot of kids that's gonna be graduating soon, and they got decisions to make. Uh-huh. And you know, 18, 19, well, 17, 18, 19, that's where a lot of our friends and family went, and even ourselves went right or left, right? You know what I mean? And that's kind of that critical stage, and that's why I say, Yeah, it's definitely important that uh, we give back. So, and I didn't mean to call you like do that, but. I no, no, and I get you, but you know, for me, my thing is like interpersonal communication. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, like, that's your that's your personality for sure. Right, right, right. So, so for me, just being able to be that that face to face and have those conversations, and you know what I'm saying, bringing that bringing that positive vibe to the kids, making them laugh, and just being that those, those interpersonal communications. But you're right, though, it's definitely something that 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 can be done um, over here. It's of course just easier. To do mm-hmm. it, for sure. When, when you're there, for sure. Yeah, what we talking about? That. That, I want to talk about like uh, giving back. Like, I want to say the first person that actually taught me about giving back was a uh, was a uh, was Stacy Bell, honestly. Because mm-hmm. uh, in some respect, I probably wouldn't have played football in my life. I would have stayed playing basketball if I didn't met Stacy. He the one got me to play football. And, and Stacy's Homer's dad for y'all. Uh, yeah, uh, Homer, Homer Harper, his uh, dad. Yeah. And I want to say he showed me some things in life, too, as a young man. Like, you know, like how to get to mentor somebody. Because I want to say he kind of mentored me for a short period of time when I was living in Nebraska. Then I moved away. And then when I came back. Later on in life, I want to say, uh, with uh, Dave Warris, he mentored me too, in a way. Who? Dave Warris. Coach okay. Dave from South. Coach Dave, yes, yeah. yeah, from South. Yeah. Because he would take me to church on Sundays, make sure I go. Like yeah, that's what I went go to pa- Yeah, we'd go to Pastor Barlow, you know, and he would always, Dave, Dave would give you his shirt off his back if you if that's what you needed. Facts. Yeah. That's dope. That's love. Yeah. So I just felt like we should mention it for me. For sure. That's, that's love. Yes, that's, that's a that's dope, man. And being able to realize, like, you know, why, why we do what we do, and, and the motivation behind that, and then still being able to not just impact our kids, but other youth. Because ultimately they're going to have impact on our on our on our kids as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
So I think that's 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 heavy, man, and that's and that's good that you know all involved in in some in some way. For sure, facts. facts. That's the real blessing to. For sure. That that's a blessing, like to to be in that position for sure. Uh, but yeah, I I think that's it right there, man. I think we hit the hit the nail on the head and kind of, you know, again, it's always always good to be able to sound and record with y'all, man. I, I say this every time, but I can't wait till we all in the same room, be on man, the same time too. zone. For right. sure, it's gonna be a blessing. If y'all sure. can, bro, y'all should, if y'all got time, y'all should do an episode. Um, well, yeah, we gonna, gonna figure it out. We're gonna have we're to gonna coordinate with out. you to see. I was, uh, I, was, I was thinking that too. We're gonna have to coordinate with you to see what'll be a good time. No, I'm not let, y'all good. I'm, let I'm the, cool. uh, we gotta let the let the uh listeners know what we go through to even get an episode done. Just why I know we at the end of the episode, but just so y'all know, like, we uh, how many hours apart are we, PJ? Shit, seven, seven hours mm-hmm. apart. So usually when we record. It's morning at one of the time zones. Um, so, like, it could be nighttime here, and it'll be morning. And when you say morning, we mean, like, 3, 4, 5 a.m., not, like, 8, 7 a.m., 9 a.m., oh, stuff like that. <laughs> like, we, mean, <laughs> we mean morning, morning. So, just so y'all know, just so y'all know, we're not really, like, this ain't no game. Like, we really actually putting our time into a sacrifice and sleep and stuff like that. Um and we in four different locations, well, three different locations. Uh, me and Los, obviously, in Dallas, uh, Mellows in Omaha. We're still in different locations. Yeah. And then uh, PJ's in a whole different country. So right. we put we do a lot to make this happen. So we definitely uh, just want to put that out there and kind of let y'all know we do appreciate our loyal listeners and the ones yeah. that's even starting to listen to us. Appreciate, appreciate y'all. Most death. For sure. But yeah, bro. So y- y'all got anything for the people before we uh before we take off? No, I can say I got something. Actually, uh, one of our listeners sent me this through my email, so I'm uh say it for them. It was a little quote. It says, "One of the hardest listening lessons in life is letting go. Rather, it's guilt, shame, love, anger, loss, etc." Change is never easy. We fight to hold on, and we fight to let go. That's heavy. Thank you for listening to Power Partners Podcast. We appreciate you for taking the time to listen to us today. If you enjoyed our content, we ask you to please like, subscribe, and follow, and we'll see you next time.